So when you say about finding our true self. Um, I help people to find out who they really are because I got that gift. <clears throat> if I were to take you as a baby in a completely different context from where you were born, you would start to develop a personality that is adjusted to wherever I'm taking taking you. I see people are in pain and I want to help them actually. Mm -hmm. I'd say yeah. I'm not an insecure person. So how does that relate? You're really fully contented with yourself and you meet another person that is not contented and needs help. You will most likely help them in a way that they can help themselves. Not so much like you give something away that they just use as a compensation mechanism. Like we are all trained and, and, and conditioned to give away to others in order to receive. So if you, if you give without needing to receive because you got and you know that this is what you teach the other person is how can they fill themselves up, become abundant with themselves so that we all can come to the table with a full plate and have a feast. Tell me who you are, what you do and why you do it. Oh, well, my name is Crew, and what I do is um, I help people to find out who they really are because I got that gift to know that, like have always known that. I was already born knowing what really is there. So if people really want to know who they are aside from what they um, develop to be in, within their society as a personality, so maybe I should elaborate that a little bit. Most people perceive themselves in a personality context identification and that personality is created by the environment that you grow up in and <clears throat> if i were to take you as a baby in a completely different context from where you were born you would start to develop a personality that is adjusted to wherever i'm taking you so that's different in india than it will be in the uk for instance or in australia and the in the outback uh, compared to stuttgart in germany <laughs> so so often that personality has very little to do with who we really are and most humans are always on the search for something they always feel there is something else but they can't really pinpoint what that is and that is their true self like the quality of their soul or whatever you want to um, call that and in in best case scenario you have parents that foster like an, a relationship with you that helps you to understand where is your gift what did you bring to this world like who are you really where are you coming from what do you remember most kids actually have so much of that but then they go into this narrative and they are being raised in a in a collective where everybody gets taught the same thing and everybody kind of needs to be good at the same things. So we lose contact to this true self. And my job in this life is to help people remember what that is like and how to actually unfold that into their life so they can feel more contented and 
happy because it does not create happiness when we live only on a personality basis. This is almost like if you only breathe shallowly here up here in the lungs, it's never going to feel safe. It's never going to feel any good um, compared to when you really breathe deep all the way into your belly and fill up your lungs. That's when you're starting to reach into safety, internal safety. Um, and feel good. And it's the same thing with personality and soul. The, the soul is also, the true self is also what allows us to experience the world in a three, uh, more than three-dimensional state. And so it's more like a multi-dimensional state. And uh, um, five-sensory experience is an experience of the personality and all this multi-sensory, like having like a sixth sense and I don't know you uh, what audience is listening right now and how far they have come in this context but just imagine there's more than just the five senses and then that's already there that's the truth like there's so much more than five senses and we just have to reawaken to these senses and that's how we start to experience who we really are and what contents us really and we're not so dependent on circumstances and and people in our life or and, and things like this so why i do it is because i think this is what i'm really good at and and i came here to do this my soul has chosen to help everybody that wants to awaken to their true self yeah so what comes to mind when you say that <clears throat> is at school i'm actually i'll just listening to the tv literally 20 minutes ago or so and they were saying that the school system is broken and a lot of people in england are starting to home tutor their children and in the gypsy culture in our country they don't go to school they yeah. are homeschooled often it's the all the families living on one site teaching and only knowing what each other knows they don't know anything outside that so they're all the same at school back in the day say 60 years ago in english schools really you just had farming you go home and have you know mashed potato and sausage and beans and there'll be three <laughs> topics that you might learn english maths and science yeah. you might play some tennis there was literally nothing to do because there was nothing to do you might play chess around the fire and then you go to bed when it gets dark so everyone knew the same thing so you wouldn't feel different in any way because you only know the same thing. And the chances are your parents also only knew the same thing, which is yeah. when you want to wash your clothes, get a bar of soap, rub it on the clothes and wring it through. And that's probably <laughs> what people did for hundreds of years before that. Nowadays, we're exposed to so many different things that we're all different people. We're all human. We've all got different microbiomes because we've come from around the world. We've all got different blood types, different size. A bigger person isn't supposed to have sex with a smaller person because now their child's gonna have like a fucked up back because you know they're being <laughs> like a big skeleton has been shoved in a small body. Now they're gonna have problems like scoliosis. And all these mm. problems are as a result of external things which simply shouldn't be there. So when you say about, you know, finding our true self, so many people are now getting to that point where we're having breakdowns because now it's becoming too much. Like you can, there's only so much going inside because of the outside you can do before essentially you just want to kill yourself and disappear. And this is what's happening, that the outside pressure is 
getting too much now that people literally have run out of coping mechanisms nothing works medication doesn't work meditation doesn't work diet doesn't work because the problem is is that we shouldn't be blending in with all these external things in our environment and you know i think eventually there is going to be a reset where humans just simply go inwards and never really go outwards such as people being homeschooled and they don't end up being at school with people and all these different ways of living and then we'll go back to living like gypsies just doing what your family have always done and knowing what your siblings know and you don't need to know what's going on over there because that's not your problem i'm not so sure that it's quite that extreme um i think it's actually maybe a little bit more extreme in some ways and then less in others um the i think the future will look a lot like that so so it will look a lot better maybe let's say that at first because we hear all this oh it's awful it's never been worse i am around for a very long time my memory is not like most humans memory it's most humans memory is very linear to this life i don't have that i was already born with this ability to remember it's almost like a 360 memory of like future past and presence and so it's never looked better than it does right now in this in this <laughs> creation cycle so this is a very very wonderful time actually right now because we have the we have crossed the threshold so if you think of this from a grand perspective of creation cycle then we are in this time right now where we are returning home like let's think of it we left home we left home we left home we left home for a very very long time or source or whatever you want to call this like with the well what all brings forth all life or and uh, now we're we're on the way back in since 12 years and that is completely a different experience it's also an experience of unity another experience of separation so while we are becoming more individual we are also becoming more unified but unified not in the context as we were before like being like everybody else and and being in this great narrative and and then coping and, and and trying to manage all of these pressures that come from the outside it's it's more like a unification and understanding that we are essentially all one but that we have this beautiful beautiful quality within this oneness like there has been this aspect of that oneness that I embody and to understand that makes me completely um, independent. Sometimes I have to look for the English word, I'm German. So mm -hmm. um, um, also I had only three hours of sleep last night. No. <laughs> my, my luggage was lost. Mm, so it, it, we become independent when we really know who we are from, from outside things, which makes us more courageous to be really what we what we feel is truly us so while we are becoming this very individual self that is not playing along the narrative anymore we also understand 
the beauty of of oneness and that we are all one that makes us treat each other completely different we have a completely different respect for one another when we are anchored in our own self and understand that you and i are one so because when i treat you shitty then i know that actually infinitely i will treat me shitty you know <laughs> so so it's it makes no sense so by by becoming more this true self we will also support this unification and 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 a better community and a sense of of deep respect coming from from a place of knowing that we don't have access to right now so many people struggle with so many things is because they don't know who they are and they don't know how to relate to their surroundings from the place that they're at i mean we we've seen this so many times when a child is insecure, we can see this with children really well. When a child is very insecure, it will either become a bully or it will become depressed. So there's extremely insecure. Like let's just take, take an extreme example. So if you if you now help this child to become secure, knowing who it is and 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 how to relate to its world, and like there's no fighting over position and all of that because i know my position i need there's nothing what i need to be insecure about whether this person likes me or not it doesn't matter to me because i am at, contented with myself and filled through my own um position i don't need somebody else's then i don't need to become a bully and i also don't need to be depressed or or, or extremely shy or i mean it doesn't have to always end up in depression but um, it's usually that insecurity leads to depression and in most humans and then or in an extreme compensation outward um like narcissism or something it's like actually just a an extreme as a sign of 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 a huge amount of insecurity that resulted from an from a very deep wound that was created in a childhood and so the biggest biggest reason for all the suffering in the world is really insecurity that we don't know our position and that we consistently try to manifest our own position through taking away from somewhere else or maybe even giving more away from ourselves than we need to in order to establish a position of caretaking or or if if i if i just perform high enough i will be loved and all of these things so it's all this falls away when you really know who you are and when you don't need anybody else and to confirm that and, and then you can then you can find out how is that in context to the next person and and really it doesn't matter who you meet then there there was this book once it said if you love yourself it doesn't matter who you get married to and that's so true it not only in the way of marriage whether you marry or not matters none when you really love yourself and you know who you are but what the truth is is that when you are in your own skin fully yourself then it really really doesn't matter whether somebody else is or not or if nobody is or everybody is like you will relate to the whole world the same 
from your position. And you will learn all these beautiful things that have only to do with you and you can be good at what you're good at. Like it, me, I'm it, only good at this. <laughs> and I don't try to be a businesswoman, for instance, because that business would not live long. <laughs> go, go, go into more detail on um, when you are content within yourself that you won't care if other people are content. For example, I want to help people right i see people are in pain and i want to help them actually mm -hmm. i'd say yeah. i'm not an insecure person so how does that relate someone who's so, insecure so if you're content then you won't feel the needs to help others because of me it's the opposite so i want to understand what you mean by that so um when you when you're really fully contented with yourself and you meet another person that is not contented and needs help you will most likely help them in a way that they can help themselves not so much like you give something away that they just use as a compensation mechanism because you will not be able to relate to that mechanism anymore because you have this internalized this contentment through self so you 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 don't do this usual pattern okay i i'll just let me do this for you and I help you in order to find your position. You know, I give I give you help to self-help. Whether you take that then or not, that's mm. independent from what, what my results. Like uh, a lot of help comes from wanting to secure position. And it's very subconscious, very, very instinctive. Like we are all trained in in and conditioned to give away to others in order to receive so if you if you give without needing to receive because you got and you know that this is what you teach the other person is how can they fill themselves up become abundant with themselves so that we all can come to the table with a full plate and have a feast so this is this is basically the end scenario is that we all come with a full plate and that we share what we have in an overflow abundant state which is our natural state of existence like we were not supposed to be with disease flawed incomplete broken lost all of these things they were just things that we now we're going back in so it's all time to come to remember that we are whole beings that have everything that they need within and that we just need to change the direction of the way how we learn things and what we learn and like if you are a really good writer oliver then you should be nothing other than a writer like you don't need to be a physicist you don't need to be a chemist you don't need to be a mathematician but what do we learn in school all of these things and yeah it's a little bit more creative maybe in the states kids can become writers there but then there's so many other rules in the states that they won't let you out of your own narrative at all so it's it's not here in the world yet so homeschooling will help maybe in the context of that the pressure from the school falls away but then it's also important that parents start to ask their children or even observe their children early on and and ask what is this child showing me and not say stop the fantasy now 
um, let's get real, you know, let, let's, let's learn math or learn English literature. But if you are a builder and, or a carpenter, a beautiful carpenter or a, a violin maker, I don't know what these people are called, but you know what I mean. So then you should be learning these things and maybe sometimes you are none of all of these things and all you are good at is is moving your body or keeping balance and there will be a place for you maybe you're a healer who knows there's a million things that one could possibly be and the best thing is that parents find that out early what their child is and don't try to make their child fit into their narrative so narrative does not always just mean great societal context like it also means small context even in a relationship where there's only two people when one tries to always adjust to the narrative of the other person that will not be a happy relationship down the road there's there's this is all about compensating position positioning and it has nothing to do with communion in a in, from from one true person to another true person or from one true person to a person that is still on the path it doesn't matter like once you are in yourself you can be with someone that is not there yet it won't trigger all of these um, compensation mechanisms anymore that's the so beauty would... about it so we don't have to change someone else <laughs> that's good um so talk about how you said um insecure people end up becoming narcissists oh yeah yeah that, that that's actually one of the most common um responses so they uh and can they flip would, it around on the other person and call them a narcissist? Is that part of the trait? <laughs> Self-in-denial and, and projection, right? Yeah, yes, yes, absolutely. So a narcissist initially was a person that was very empathetic. So we all have heard this term empath, the very big term right now, and we also hear that path narcissist. And we also know that narcissists and empaths are often hooking up with one another and that that is one of the worst kind of hookups uh, like in a relationship uh, uh, because the narcissist will nearly destroy the empath because the empath cannot um, relate to that hurt and all of that stuff that is going on so and they feel everything so in the beginning every narcissist I would say and this is just my humble opinion about this uh, every narcissist initially was an empath very very strong uh, feeling child and um, that has experienced something so traumatic that they that they lose their position completely all the safety everything is like somebody pulled the carpet away from them and they don't know how to respond to that it's such an it's just a tremendous amount of losing security and already as an empath as a child you you perceive all these currents that are within your family that are with parents that are with society with other people so you're already in a context of constantly observing the your your surroundings you're always in a 
very alert state as an empath because there's so many constantly trying to bring order to all of these observations and assess I, it's actually a consistent state of assessment and then this traumatic thing happens and usually that is either one parent um depending on what if you are a guy it's usually a mother wound and when you are a woman then it's usually a father wound but I mean, we've seen also wounds that have been applied from both parents. So it's it, that's not a general rule, but it's often that case um, because the other sex matters so much in your relationship to your parent. And um, so once that traumatic situation has happened, you either become this very insecure empath that then goes through the world like being even more um, troubled or you become the narcissist, which, which is a survival mechanism. Like basically you shut down every single thing that you can possibly feel. That's why you also don't feel anything for the person that you're hurting. And you're trying to normalize what has been happening to you by consistently repeating the pattern. It's you, 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 you basically become an asshole <laughs> and uh, and because that's what happened to you that doesn't have to happen in the same exact way but this is how you normalize trauma like you you just cre recreate awful situations and normalize them think this is completely the way how to do it in order to just say internally ah see what happened to me that wasn't even that bad it's actually normal but of course it's not normal we we know it's not normal like lots of raped girls often choose to become prostitutes or have a lot of men even if they're not in this profession they still have lots of men it's because they're trying to normalize the trauma and i you know those are very general um things that i say it's much deeper and more complex uh, in every individual case but it's often the case that whatever trauma we have experienced, we want to normalize it later on in our life so it won't break us because there's something inside of us so wounded that we are not, that we think there's only one way to survive this and that is to completely shut every feeling down and then normalize this so that in our conscious experience we think this is just it's all not been that bad most narcissists don't know that there's something wrong with them they don't they don't have any capability of reflecting their their situation they this is this is really it's an extreme of course there's so many i think that every human being is a little bit narcissistic in because of the way how how things were I think that we will all in the in the end become these beautiful empaths that we are all that we all initially are and have been. So it's just a a question of coming home to self and 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 healing the wounds. And there's multiple ways to get to that city <laughs> of being a whole and and that the so then the narcissism will fall away but the the problem is that narcissists don't think that they have something to heal and that that often leads to 
being with them is impossible. It's a, no matter whether you're an empath or not, it's to be close with someone like this is extremely difficult. What if, for example, that is a partner and you've done all that you can to help them in terms of giving them the fish, not, not giving them the fish, but you teach them how to fish. And it's been a long time of here's how to fish, here's how to fish. And they fish, but then that deep traumatic experiences of this is always going to go back to that and nothing changes slowly creeps in. So it's almost like keeping somebody above water and you're underneath pushing them up and you're starting to exhaust and they're starting to go under. And you know, if they go under, you're going to go under with them because you've now got no energy to push them up. And if you let them go, they're going to go under. At which point do you just have to do you and let them drown and swim to shore versus, oh, if I help them a little more, maybe they'll get there. Or I'll just do this and then walk. Or I'll just do this for them and then hopefully. And then when you slowly back away, these disruptive patterns just fall back in, victim, victimizing themselves, blaming other people, no responsibility, projecting their, call it narcissism, on the other person. And now because you're not there at all, they get angry and now they're throwing yeah. knives and then it's all this yeah. other bullshit comes your way. At what point? And then say somebody threatens self-harm, threatens to kill themselves and then making you feel even more uh, trapped in, call it being manipul manipulated. At which point do you go, do you know what? Fuck you. Do what you want. I don't care. I did care, but I don't care. It's now affecting me. I uh, can't help you. I tried to help you. I wish I could help you more. But unfortunately, you have to drown before you learn to swim. At what point does that, do you come to that? So I think that this depends on the person that they're with. So if you have already unfolded quite a huge part of who you really are, then I think that this happens very fast. Like that, that there's not, you will maybe still be magnetized and fully because that's also the case, right? These people are usually magnetic. They're amazing people. Um, where there's so much light, uh, so much shadow, there's also so much light. These things mm. always come in balance. Nothing in the mm. in creation is unbalanced. There's much light, as much darkness, as much darkness, as much light. So we are extremely drawn often to people that are so magnetic and uh, amazing and once these other mechanisms start mm -hmm. to show up and you have already come to a good place with yourself you understand that there is nothing in your projection that will allow a reflection like this in your life so you will walk away very early on and allow and know that there's nothing that you can do that this person can only save themselves and that no matter what you help it will and even help to self-help it uh, or help them to fish it will not lead to anything unless they choose and even then even if such a person chooses to heal it's still such a long and 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 tough walk for them because for so long they have done something so different that it's 
almost like I don't say it's impossible because there's many, many, many things that you can do today to speed up such things. For instance, medicines like in in uh, for narcissists in particular, it's a really beautiful um, start to do psilocybin in 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 a therapy context, not recreational. Let's just go and fly and create illusions like. But to open the heart and in order to actually move towards a better um, understanding of relating in a, in, a, in, a, in a context of oneness, because that's what they're also missing. They don't understand that they're part of a greater thing. They're, they're just their individual herd cells. And when the heart opens and you reconnect to your surroundings, then it's much easier to go the next steps and um, and do whatever else work needs to be done because the medicine is never the solution. It's just a helper or a tool that can help you go there. So you usually also not... Um, like there's a whole lot of medicines out there right now that can support these things when you do them in the right way, but it's a it's a it's a very it's a it's not an easy it's not an easy path for for a narcissist to heal because the, the programs the conditioning that is so deep it will always try to override the ego is so strong so basically in the end what has to break is the ego and not to disappear we we need the ego you and i oliver couldn't have this conversation if there wouldn't be an ego so my ego makes me able to relate to me as me and you as you your ego does the same thing and that's a beautiful thing that's how we can have this exchange of all sorts of emotions we can have even this life in in in, in human form the problem is when the ego takes over out of these wounds or other circumstances and we then don't um, have full control or like let's say higher guidance uh, in our life and it's all left to the very limited ego uh, the ego is just a tool it's a small part it's like if we were to leave everything in life to only one arm uh, that could not digest our food that could not think what we need to think in our brain this arm can also not see or hear or smell or taste like we need all parts and so we do need that ego but we cannot give that ego the control over everything and that is what happens with narcissists so when you are in a relationship with a narcissist and this all this helping to fish we we tried it it's not working so we're um now at a point where we are just breaking apart um and and when we realize we're drowning like when you realize that that's the minute where there's only one way out this person you cannot help this person it's if you have gone so far already and you're about to break it takes i don't know what it takes to stick through to something like this it's i don't think that's a very common possibility um but get out the only way to win is to not play 
it's the only way to win is to not play and win is not over the other person it's winning your quality of life back and no matter how much you love this person you can love somebody also from far you don't have to be with someone in order to love them self-love more than you love the other person and then allow them to reach their healing in their own time and maybe there will be a time later where you reconnect when there's more healing done but maybe not it it it, it doesn't matter so much once you find sometimes even this narcissist could be the person that leads you to finding out who you really are and who you really want to be and then be a part of your path and self-empowerment so that's great but you gotta get out when you see it's pulling you under and down you gotta get out no matter what there is no convincing there is no discussing no matter what you say it will be turned around it will be it will be it's it's not gonna be a pleasant experience if you keep discussing or trying to explain yourself or defend yourself or explain the other person how you mean only well or there is no ear for that there is no no ground so stop it and get out <laughs> as early as you can but to summarize the person has to have an ego death on their own terms and if you're drowning yes. you have to get out right <clears throat> yes absolutely 100 okay. um, to end if you had one day left to live what would be the biggest life lesson you would tell the next guest I think I would probably um, tell them, get to know who you are and be that, and then be that uncompromised. I think that would be what I would tell everybody, and that everybody is really, really beautiful and loved, and that whatever you think about yourself, it's not true. Like, if it's not beautiful, it's not true, because we are really, really beautiful, all of us, no matter how flawed or how awful things we have done. Like, forgive, 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 and go into really getting to know who you are. That's, to me, the most precious gift that anybody can give to themselves. Because what comes from that, the happiness that comes from that, that's really beautiful. That's what um, we all long for what one of the guests said to my next guest is always surround yourself in love it should always feel good if it doesn't feel good you shouldn't be around it and that works it aligns perfectly with what you said about the narcissist if the love is now becoming toxic and hatred and the fun's gone as much as you once loved them love the future of them wish them well being with somebody you're supposed to feel good and if that isn't there then um you have to you know do yourself and go within yes absolutely like love surround yourself with your own love that's the that's the most powerful love that will always and ever be there and it will also content you more than anything else in life could ever do this is really it's the perfect truth and when something feels doing the opposite then it's just not then it doesn't it's not right Okay, I appreciate you coming on. Thank you very much.
Thank you, Oliver. Thanks for listening. If you like this episode, please remember to subscribe, turn the bell notifications on, like the episode, and comment below. And if you want to follow me on Instagram, it's Yes King Oliver. Take a look at the other videos to your side. And if you just want to listen to this podcast, you can do so on Apple and Spotify and most other platforms by going to talkwitholiver.com. 